Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, here for another episode of Scooby Snacks and Chats. And today, we are talking Alien Invaders. Very anticipated episode. And before we introduce our returning special guest star, let's talk to... Oh, first, I'm Felipe. And sorry, my brain is tired. Uh, It's been a day. This is my third podcast in a row um, for the day. But uh, Catherine, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Okay, today's been a day. I'm excited to do this podcast because I've been looking forward to it all day. Um, and then afterwards, I'm going to edit tomorrow because I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> but relatable. Uh, but someone who probably won't go to bed because it's early her time is our first ever returning guest star from the Scooby Doo podcast. Uh, it's Lindsay Hello. of Broncos Brawl. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. I know when I think when I was last on, I hadn't recorded any episodes yet. And so we're at least five or six in. So I'm, I feel like I'm getting the hang of I'm using, if you compare um, this, like these, uh, this audio to the last time I was on, I'm expecting it to be better because I have an official microphone now. She is professional. Um, and just in a few months, Kate will be much closer to you than me. Probably the same distance from me to you because Kate is moving to Los Angeles um, before I am because she got a job. I did get a job. I'll be moving in April sometime. Did you get a job? I'm going to be an assistant um, to the executive producer on the show, Barry. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm what part of Los Angeles? Um... I'm not really sure exactly what my plan is. I think I'll start in Culver City and find like a month-to-month lease place and then eventually probably move somewhere else. Okay, so you're not too, too far from me. Like, yeah. LA, unfortunately, a mile from one another take five hours. Yeah. Um, but distance-wise, we wouldn't be that far. Yeah. Um, are you closer to LA than Brett is? No, no. no Brett's so Brett, closer. so okay. basically, if you're looking... I'm at the bottom of California, and then you go up a little bit to Brett, and then up a little bit is Los Angeles. Okay. So Brett's a good, like, when I, when we've had other friends that live in Los Angeles that we all want to hang out, we meet at Brett's, because this is a good halfway okay. spot. I went to college where Brett lives. Yeah, um, so mm-hmm. I, it took me longer to get to Brett's place, but also like traffic, but on a Wednesday night for a Survivor episode, then to get to Jay Frey's birthday party. Um, I don't know if that's closer to LA than Brett's is either, but J- that might be farther. And I thought that, that was a shorter drive though, but who knows? LA is weird. Uh, speaking of Jessica Frey, I just want to plug her little patron podcast. She talked about Worlds Apart with um, Rob on the patron feed for Rob Has a Podcast. 
Um, and she did a great job. We stand her. Awesome. No, she literally reached out to me recently and said, Hey, I saw on Twitter that you have a friend who just graduated law school here. Here's a zoom link. They should hop on and meet all the other young lawyers in the area. I'm like, you don't, you don't, what? like it was the nicest thing. And my friend Gustavo was so touched and he absolutely loved it. And they swapped information, but yeah, she's awesome. She's the kindest, literally it's- like I went and she had like plans during the day, but she was like, we need to hang out. And like, she was coming back from San Francisco or something. So she kept pushing it back. Like, uh, I'll be home one hour later than I expected. And then she's like, but I still want to see you. And if you want, you can like come visit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll come. And like, I didn't mind driving like the hour. Cause it was like late at night on a Sunday. And then she's like, oh no, I made you a little bed if you want to sleep here. And I'm like, that's so nice. Yeah, so, she's so, she's so, so nice. nice. Kate, I can't wait until you meet Jessica Frey. Literally, superstar. Um, but we're here to talk about alien invaders. Uh, we could sit here for hours and talk about Jessica, but we literally but it's a different podcast. Very possible. Um, but so we're talking about alien invaders, and I literally just had the Wikipedia open. Why did I close it? Uh, it premiered on. October 3rd, 2000, uh, that was the release date. Um, and it was a uh, VHS and DVD direct to, uh, direct to video animated movie. Uh, and it, it is the third installment in what we're calling the magical mystery era, but um, uh, also known as the MOOC animation area, era of Scooby-Doo, uh, the Japanese studio. Okay, uh, just in terms of Zombie Island, which we watched a few weeks ago, is it just me or did this already? Like Zombie Island was a massive movement in animation and sound design, but I felt like this was another step, like a m- big step forward. I agree. This one okay. was my by far my favorite. I think that the production was one of the best ones so far. I think that it was written really well. The story was really good. 10 out of 10. Okay. And I'm excited wow. to get into that. Um, I don't know if I 100% agree, but I'm excited to get into it. Um, all with that. So just to recap, last time we talked about the Scooby-Doo project, Kate and I very much differed on that, but I'm excited to get into the nitty gritty on the alien invader. So, um, well, Lindsay, well, that's what makes your podcast so fun, is you guys don't think the same. That would be so boring if you did. I think no. it was the first time that we seriously disagreed. Um, um, well, no, it wasn't because, well, because we had some that were at the bottom, but we were like, okay, yeah, this is definitely a bottom. But then my my floor for one episode was like uh a 1.25 and you're like nope needs to be lower needs to be lower but this is the first time where you gave it like a 3.5 and i was like no this is as low as it can go so yeah that it was fun that we disagreed i just think it's the first time that we did like so seriously like completely disagreed to like yeah. such and at the current moment uh just like coming off the other episode where you me and our guest aaron had straight fours i think that was like kind of a fun little wrinkle that our opinions were so drastically different um but we now that we have Lindsay here, just before we get into anything, so Lindsay, we've changed our scores quite a bit throughout the yes. this, the time since we podcasted about the bonus Nutcracker. That's probably taken the most consistent hits because not we want to just let you know ahead of time because we've like experienced other things and we think we were just like in the doldrums of Scooby Doo. So then that what was. What do you mean the most hit? Um. So. Okay, do you remember? I think I gave this this Nutcracker Scoob a 4.25 at one point, and now it's at a three on my score. And Kate has knocked it down from like a 3.5 to 2.75. We've like lowered our scores just because we feel like 
we were so high on it, but then like we've met other things that we enjoyed more. But we still had so much fun, and I would rewatch the Nutcracker Scoop every year from now on because it's it's. Oh, I still think it was a great episode. I think that it just got scored so high because we were watching so many movies that were really not good. Yeah, we were like something good. When you compare it to the Boo Brothers, it's like Avatar. Yes. No. Um. But Ghoul School holds up the most out of the old ones, just for you to know, since that's the one. I need to rewatch all these. And now that I have access to it, I don't don't rewatch all of them. Skip Arabian Nights. Skip Boo Brothers. Skip Arabian Nights. Um, Skip Hollywood. You could probably skip those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want Hollywood. For me, what makes a good Scooby-Doo show or movie, it's when you have the cast they're all, you know, I don't like the separate, like sometimes Scooby and Shaggy are by themselves. No, I want them as a collective. Yeah. I want good quality mystery and I want some, you know, some humor. That's a perfect formula. Don't mess with the formula. Yeah. And I think they took a while to get to that formula, but once they hit it, they hit it. Um, but should we get into a recap or wait, actually, before we go, Lindsay, what's your familiarity with Alien Invaders? Like, why'd you pick oh, yeah. this episode? So I, my mind is shook because as a kid, or I don't know why, and I think it's because my dad and I had these conversations, but I thought, I'd always remembered Alien Invaders as being the first step towards, oh, monsters can be real. Because the whole point of Scooby-Doo was always the whole, you know, monsters and aliens, all that stuff, they don't exist. And the kids at the end of the day solved the mystery to prove that. And I, now I'm realizing it was actually Zombie Island, I think, that broke that mold. Yeah. Um, but Alien Invaders was the next step. Um, but yeah, for, I don't know why. I remember that incorrectly. Now I'm really excited to watch Zombie Island, although it did scare me as a child. Oh, it scared me too. But it, I think it's easier as an adult. They're like, I would say watch it during the day with the lights on, yeah. like me. before bed. But Kate's out here watching like scary, scary movies. So yeah, uh, scared of Zombie Island. Me? Yeah. No, it was a little terrifying when he tried to pull the head off. Yeah, when like all of a sudden these people just become scary zombies, and you. The thing is, is because you weren't expecting it. Like I said, the whole point of Scooby Doo had always been that monsters don't exist. So not only now are we seeing that they exist. They are also terrifying and trying to murder them. But but are we talking about we were scared as kids? Because it makes sense. But are we talking about we were scared like two weeks ago when we watched it? No comment. Yes, he was scared. <laughs> 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 she said I, I, certain I, I, parts, certain parts, certain parts. We're no. a little... Give me oh, the yeah. heebie-jeebies. Okay, but Kate, literally, I could watch Courage now and be terrified. Courage the Cowardly yeah. Dog. Oh, that's right. That's what we talked about last time. A different story. That dog is something else. That's a different story. Yeah. No, but there's, a, okay. there's a supposed Scooby-Doo crossover coming out. I don't think it's released yet, but that's like in mm. in our spreadsheet because if it comes out while we're doing this project, we're going to do it. But it's the last thing. Scooby-Doo and, the Cur- and Courage the Cowardly Dog. So wow that's coming up in 2021 i believe but yeah so yeah. do we do we want to talk about the movie and do yeah. a recap so yes. and it, it's funny because i'm just sorry just to finish what i was saying oh, so cool. i had this idea that alien invaders was first and then for while watching it little i don't know why i thought there were way more aliens in it but i mean we'll obviously get into that but it wasn't what i remembered all those little bits and pieces like when crystal showed up it's like, oh, wait, yeah, now, now I remember. 
Um, so it's really funny to watch and like compare it to what I had yeah. been picturing in my head since I watched it as a kid. The only thing I remembered were Crystal and Amber being aliens at the end, but I didn't remember the the culprit. So I played along and yeah, ethically. Um, yeah. But yeah, so let's get into this. So we start with three scientists see some sonar activity. I think this is the first time I know this is a trope in the TV shows that will start with like a cold open on who gets spooked, like the randoms that get spooked at first. And then eventually when Scooby and the gang roll up, it they like hear about it and stuff like that. But this was the first one and I thought we were gonna get them spooked, but no, they're just looking at the activity. Um, and then we get uh, this the gang, they drive through the desert. Uh, usually at this point we get the theme song, but no, the gang drive through the desert when they are tailed by a spaceship. And this, we later find out, is Crystal and Amber spaceship, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have the UFO one, but this one looks more like professional. And like, mm-hmm. not that, not that, the, I don't know, what, what's the word? Is it professional? The, the spaceship looks professional, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah realistic. Thank you, Kate. Um, but the radiator is busted and Fred, Daphne, and Valmar are like, there's a town it's about a mile away and Scooby and Shaggy are like, I don't want to walk a mile. Can we just stay in the, in the machine mystery machine? They're like, okay, whatever. Um, and they have to fight over one Scooby snack where a jackalope arrives and like steals. And then they follow the jackalope to a cave and they're chased by aliens. Uh, and these are the green, like fake aliens as we come to find out. And we get our theme song sung by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes, it was so yeah. catchy, and it made me think, I need a Taylor Swift version ASAP. That would yes. be wonderful. Have y'all listened to the redone version of Love Story yet, or no? Mm-hmm. Maybe 500 times, and then yeah. I went through like all my Spotify playlists and made sure I replaced it. Yeah, so I, correct me if I'm wrong, there's not a ton different besides like the backing production, right? The music oh, behind no. it. It's, it's like the same vocal stylings yeah, for the most part. somebody... Somebody I know messaged me were like, I don't understand. It's the same exact song. And I had to explain, no, it's so she can own the music because the other version, you know, the label gets blah, 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 blah. And I, she still didn't get it. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's literally the same thing. I actually, I think it sounds better. There's more violins um, I notice in the song. Yeah. And her voice just sounds better and the production's better. So I'm really excited to see what else comes. But I think she would make an incredible Scooby-Doo theme singer. Yes, well, I don't, you, so in Zombie Island, the theme song is sung by Third Eye Blind, and then in Witch's Ghost, it's sung by Billy Ray Cyrus. So they're getting oh, some big names. My gosh. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, but we get the theme song, and they burst into the Sergio's diner, uh, run by Dottie and Serge, um, and they tell everyone of the alien. And Lester is in the background. He's like, I've seen them. I've been probed by then. He kind of had a Russell Hands energy to him. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, are you talking Russell or are you talking Lester? <laughs> Why not both? Um, but, oh, Kate watched an episode of Survivor with Russell Hands. He was the little troll guy on the villains camp. No, you don't remember? You didn't like him. I don't know. I I watched the one that I don't remember. I, I think though, before we get going, we need to talk about Daphne's outfit. Oh, go off. Yeah, interject whenever whenever you have commentary. Yes, Kate, uh, this is your moment. Uh, uh, she she came on the screen, and I immediately knew I was so in love with her. Like yeah, she looked good. They all have different yeah, outfits in this one because I think really good. I don't know if it's the desert 
uh, like because they're in like New Mexico or wherever. But uh, Velma didn't have her turtleneck. She had just like a orange t-shirt and red shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred wasn't in his like jeans. He had like shorts on or something. So yeah. they yeah. all had like were dressed except for Shaggy. He he was wearing his same green shirt. She's my wife now. Like fully, I'm so in love with her. She is my wife. She looked good. She looked good. Looks yes. Cool. Um, anything else from what I mentioned earlier? Kind of like well, quickly. I was gonna say too. Um, I wrote in my notes. So when first of all, Shaggy was driving the car, the yeah. van, which I don't think I'd ever, as far as I can remember, I don't remember that. It's always, it like always red. red, right? Yeah. And then the second one was when he wanted to stop for food, and they were like, "Dude, you just ate a couple hours ago," and he said, "Yeah." But in dog time, this was 20, oh, I don't remember the numbers, but this was years ago. And I thought that was really funny and I should, I'm going to steal that. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if it was at this point in the movie, but this also, this movie also had our continuation of Scooby not realizing he's a dog at certain times in the movie. And that's happened for the last few movies. Like, Rog, where? I didn't Um, notice that. That's happened for the last few movies and we pointed it out. Um, But, uh, Kate, would you rather stay in the mystery machine or would you walk a mile? Me? Walk? Yeah. Would you would you rather walk the mile to the to the town or would you rather stay in the mystery machine? You're saying yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna walk into okay. some creepy town. But if the if, it's a desert. Okay, and but wouldn't you just free cell phones? True. True, true, true. But my thinking is, and maybe not so bad in the desert, because then it gets cool at night, but if if you're stuck in the middle of a desert and then you need to turn on the AC, but your car is busted, then you would want to go down to the mile, walk the mile. I don't know. Yeah. Food for thought. I mean, realistically, I would probably walk it. It's about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes to walk it. And if you walk it with your friends, I mean, it'll be over before you know it. Yeah, um, exactly. That's how I feel. But Lester's like, I'll take you to show you my pictures and by pictures, he means paintings because they take him to the house um, and they look at the paintings and they're actually pretty nice drawings and everything, but yeah. And I thought it was funny. He's like, the media won't believe me. If this was, tw- if that was 2021, that would be all over social media. Like Donald Trump would be saying, you know, would be well, not him. He's not, he's not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm just thinking off the cusp. But like, yeah. th- that would not be the case. But it literally case. happened a few years ago, right? With the Area 51 stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kate, are you big? Kate, are you a big uh, alien conspiracy theory person or not? Nah? Well, UFOs? what do you mean by that? Because like crop circles, UFOs, all that jazz. Oh, aliens being here. Okay. I, I'll, I'll, I, my question was, I was asking because I was curious if your question was, do I think aliens exist in the first place? And that's the only argument I refuse to get in with people. If somebody says that there's no such thing as aliens in the entire universe, like I can't have an argument with you because it doesn't make any sense. Um, but if aliens have been to Earth, that's an interesting one that I love to argue. I think that they haven't. Um, I don't really believe in crop circles. Like I think that they're all hoaxes. I don't think aliens have been here. But but I but like it's interesting. Like I'll definitely listen to that argument. Yeah, Lindsay, what about you? I go back and forth. Um, I don't think anyone's crazy for saying yes or no. Um, like I'm not somebody that has a strong opinion on it. I just, I find it hard to believe that we're the only species, you know, other than animals out of the entire universe galaxy. Now, gun to my head, are aliens real? 
I don't know if I can say yes, um, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. I don't believe the crop circles or anything like that. Um, that just, that doesn't make sense to me. But in terms of them existing, I'm very 50-50. Yeah, for me, it's like, I, I feel like there's like a lot of unknowns out there in the world. So I am never closing any doors. Like, I feel like that's like saying there isn't, like, I, I don't know for sure. I'm just one person. I don't know what's out there in the world um, yeah. that I haven't experienced. Uh, so I think there's definitely like so much life in terms of like, that we know that Mars has like soil and stuff like that. So like, there's like probably so much stuff that we don't know about all these planets and then far off stars and whatever in the galaxy. Like this is a massive universe. Yeah. Um, and do I think they necessarily look like you know, if they do exist, they like necessarily ET? look like aliens and movies. Yeah. No. No. But uh, they could exist. Yeah, like, I would not be surprised. Um, in terms of alien iconography, my favorite aliens are E.T., Baby Yoda, and are there any others? That might be it. Uh, oh, the aliens from Toy Story. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, there really aren't a lot of alien movies. Like, you think there are, but then thinking about it in my head, there really aren't. Yeah, well, there's probably that alien horror movie that Kate watches. Like, aliens. Oh, yeah, I will watch that. Yeah. What, what alien horror movie? Isn't Aliens a horror movie? Oh, al- oh just Aliens. Okay. Alien. I know I it. Yeah. No, I, I just didn't know. I thought you were saying that there's, like, a specific alien movie that I always watch, so I was just confused. You just meant the movie Alien. I never saw it, actually. Yeah. Well... I feel like aliens are interesting and such an interesting concept. And I'm glad they like touched on this in this movie. Cause like, there's so many things that you can do. Like, did either of you ever read the magic tree house? Uh, yeah. I feel like what? Scooby-Doo. Oh, go, no, ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, do you realize how many books there are in that series? I had no idea. I gave up around 30. Like I had it's- like the thirst and then they went on to do like the Merlin mysteries or whatever. I just know the kids I baby like sometimes babysit. I was in their room looking at their shelves, and one of the books was like book number seventy thousand. I'm gonna Google Jeez, this right now. Please. How many magic treehouse books are there? And are they still being written? Uh, let's see. Books magictreehouse.com. What the heck? Um, Abe Lincoln at last. Oh God. Nineteen. Abe Lincoln at last. The Merlin missions. Um, let's see. There's the picture book now. There's like this IP. Someone should get onto it. Like I still shocked that they don't have like a movie or a TV show. I know. I was just thinking that too. Yeah. But I feel like Scooby Doo kind of does the same thing. It's like let's they go. They just keep explore. reinventing themselves. Yeah, they like just keep going to like different universes or different stories. Like they did Aliens. They do video games. They do Hawaii. They do. They jump all over the place. Yeah. Um, oh, it looks like they're on book number thirty-four, and it was just released in July. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. So yeah, I totally. It is very similar though, where they just keep reinventing themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's so interesting, like seeing what scooby-doo does and i i'm very glad we're in this era now because i i said this before kate would have jumped off this the sinking ship if we had done one more bad movie <sighs> they were the earlier ones were really they were missing all of the stuff that scooby-doo is to me yeah and they had scrappy which scooby-doo is not to you <laughs> oh i love scrappy i'm, yes. I'm in the minority though 
we we discussed this last time. I remember you were you were yeah. very pro Shaggy and not Shaggy sca- Scrappy. But anyway, so Lester's like, y'all can sleep at my house, and I don't think I would ever let a stranger that I met like an hour ago sleep at my house. Like, especially five of them. Yeah, literally, my notes say staying at Lester's place seems questionable. I would Both want to parties. sleep on the roof, like Scooby and Shaggy. I'm not sleeping in your bathroom bedroom. Yeah. That, it's, what? It's very also like I would like to know where he slept because his yeah. house did not seem big enough for two bedrooms. No, it's like a one room, let alone okay. I also, he, if he's letting them sleep over, also their children. Uh, he yes. should be the one sleeping on the roof. You don't bring children to your place and then say, "Hey, you can sleep on my roof." Yes, Kate is finding an alien background. I love it. <laughs> Um, but we get, we get there. Fred's on the couch. Daphne and Velma share a room, which at the very least, at least they have their own privacy because Lester kind of gave me creep vibes. You don't know. He could have put a camera in there. I do not trust any of it. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Catherine, what are you doing? <laughs> Having fun. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Never change. Um, but uh she, scooby and shaggy are on the roof and they get abducted and they wake up and see aliens and there's like a chasing scooby and one alien fight over the the little table that shaggy's on um and they get probed and i'm like what's the purpose of the probing i feel like this was never explained just beside to spook them yes and though i have to say Shaggy had the best line ever when they were um, trying to attack them or whatever. He goes, our health plans don't cover physicals. I, I caught that line. I didn't write it down, but I love that. Especially because in zombie in the Zombie Island podcast, we talked about um, what the, the insurance policy on like all the destruction that they do and their health insurance as well. So I love that line because yeah. it just answered questions for us. Absolutely. Kate, do you think, do you think they needed a better... Uh, PPO or whatever. The, oh, a what? A better health insurance plan. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Always get a better health insurance plan. Yes. Um, does your new job come with health insurance? So she was telling me that it does, but I'm on my parents' insurance for another two, two. years, three years. Stay, stay. I turned 26 in May and it was awful. Oh, as long as you can. Yeah, so I'm going to stay on that. So I don't need the health insurance right now, but it does come with health insurance if I do need it. Because they'll take money out of your paycheck. Or like I know at my old job, I would, by not being on the insurance, I got money back and I didn't yeah. have to pay anything. So yeah, stay. PSA, if you can, everyone, stay on your parents' health insurance as long as possible. We, we love life advice from yes. the people who have gone through the older and wiser yes um but they wake up and they see they meet crystal and amber they're in the desert um crystal is actually kate why don't you describe crystal and amber the loves of your lives crystal is my other wife i'm married to daphne and crystal i want this to be super clear she's so cute she's dressed super 70s very hippie um And her dog is so cute. And when Shaggy and Scooby meet them, they both fall in love with like, so like Scooby falls in love with the dog and then Shaggy falls in love with Crystal. And it is the cutest thing ever. There's this whole montage of them being like the cutest couple you've ever seen. And they go on like all these little dates and it's the cutest thing I ever saw. 
I just mm -hmm. thought it was great. Yeah, it was nice to see Shaggy ha happy with the girl. He yeah. Kate, so okay, can I just say it looks like you're like breathing smoke out of your mouth anytime you talk? I love that. <gasps> yeah, but so there they're yeah. smitten. They get a ride back to town uh, to Sergio's diner and uh, they are smitten and because Lester, uh, Fred, Velma and Daphne show up and they're like, of course they're here. And they're like, no, they're not. What is happening? Why are they not at the restaurant? Um, also, okay, the creepiest, creepiest thing happened and I don't know if you guys text this. So they're supposed to be teenagers, correct? Yeah, and Dottie's hitting on Fred? I, this is a direct quote that I wrote down. Amazing. Did you dream about me last night? Who said that? Uh, the waitress, Dottie. She asked Fred if he dreamed about her last night. I was so, I, like, I literally wrote down, they're teenagers, right? Yeah. She does it twice. I forget about I that because in my head, they're like college grads, like recent college grads. No, they, I, I know like, they're teenagers, like canonically, but in my head, I always see them as like, because I could see my, like, road tripping with your friends at this age, I feel like. Like, who lets these children drive? And where are their parents? Well, I yeah. feel like the thing is that they are technically teenagers, but I don't think the show is actually... Like, I think the people who wrote the show don't see them as teenagers. Like, I think that they are actually written as, like, 25-year-olds, but that yeah. they're technically teenagers. I mean, with all the weed they smoke. They never go... To, like, there's no school involved. Like, they're all driving. Like, I literally didn't drive till I was, like, 19. Like, I, I didn't yeah. get licensed at 16, but, like, it just doesn't make any sense that they're actually teenagers. I think they're just... Technically, when you Google it, they're teenagers, but they're actually, like, in college age. Exactly, yeah. But still, like, so even it's, so like, creepy. creepy. Like, she's, like, how old, this woman? And, yeah. like, obviously, if Fred is a consenting too. adult, then he can do what he wants. But um, she was asking if so he creepy. was... She was, like, an old... She was, like, a grandma. Yeah, yeah it was... Creepy. It was just uncomfy and unsettling. Um, but... And that happens throughout the scene. And then we never see Dottie again, which I felt like was a lack of closure on the writing part. Like we never saw Dottie or Sergio again, especially when they were like suspects for a few people. Um, at least me and Kate. <laughs> but the most relieving feeling is when you lose the culprit game when I lose because I feel so bad. I'm like, oh my God, Kate's going to surge ahead. And nope. I was so embarrassed. I'm still so embarrassed. Oh, like, I have in my nose. I'm so upset with myself. I'm so embarrassed with this. I'm. I really can't like talk about it. I'll throw up. I feel so bad. Yeah, but so wrong. But anyways, Scooby and Shaggy roll up in their car, and Daphne's like, "Who's these girls?" And then Shaggy is like smitten, and he's like, he sings the groovy song in his head. Um, A lot of musical numbers. A lot yeah. Of yeah, I think we've like the the last one had the Hex Girls, so we had some musical numbers, and then the Zombie Island had a few songs as well. So I think we're in this like era where they're like trying to do like one every act if there's three acts. Um, and I didn't hate this one. I, I it's like not my favorite Scooby Doo music number, but it was fun. Like, and I loved the uh, the fact that it was Scooby got to have his part. Uh, I loved the little puppies. Um. And the Shaggy Jr. That was fun. Oh, was but cute. I would say I generally love the Scooby-Doo music that they have. I think this was my least favorite Scooby-Doo music. Overall. Yeah. Not, but like it wasn't bad or anything. It just wasn't memorable. This The last one, I couldn't even tell you where it was in the movie. Um, <laughs> is that Shaggy Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. I just, yeah, I just felt like the music it was good, but it was just, it was just, like, it didn't help the movie win any points. Agreed, yeah. So, Kate, if if Daphne was here, yeah, Vanapira was here, yeah, and Crystal was, no, not Daphne, let's do Gookie, Vanapira, and um, Crystal. Ding, uh, Mary kill. Um, let me just relook up Van. Was it Van? It was was it Van Vanapira? Yeah, from Reluctant Werewolf. I'm just trying to look her up real quick because I need an image. Oh, this is no. It's trying to say Vampira. Yeah, sure. Just say that. Well, I just need a photo of her. So, oh, it was a lady with the with the purple a dress on, right? Yeah, the the co-host of the race. Okay, so we have Vampira, Guki, and. Crystal? Yes. Okay, I'm married to Crystal. Okay. I'll kill Gookie. She was kind of rude. And about the hiccups? Yeah, I was so mad about that. Vampira. No, but are we are we doing fuck Mary Kill or are we doing a PG version? Yeah, fuck Mary Kill basically. Oh, okay, so fuck Vampira, Mary, Mary Crystal, and I'll kill Gookie. I'm still just not over that. I think that was the rudest thing I've ever heard. Like he just had the fucking hiccups, and she had the nerve to get so angry over it. Calm down, lady. It's so rude. Yes. Lindsay, we just did a, a ding, Mary kill for Kate and uh, Crystal, Guki, and Vampira, both the other two from uh, The Reluctant Werewolf, and Kate had a great answer. Sorry, I really had to pee. Like It's all good. I tried it's, to be really subtle. <laughs> no, it's all good. We, we, we had a good conversation, but we wanted to wait to get into the meat and the bones. But uh, yeah, no, it was, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but did you have anything to add about the groovy song? Me, I just, I wasn't my favorite. I like the Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Scooby-Doo, what are It's you? so catchy. It is. Yeah. Uh, but I like, like I said, I enjoy, I enjoy when we getting to see a different side of Shaggy. You yeah. Know, he's usually just like an airhead. He doesn't get to find happiness. Exactly. He's usually all about food. And then the, the subversion where he was all about love and not food in this movie was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Scooby-Doo uh so but then they get back on track and scooby and shaggy are like we got abducted too uh and i wrote in my notes dotty hits on fred and it's uncomfy and sergio asks himself why are they sticking around the town so much they should leave and that's that probably like raised red flags because that was one of the last things we heard but um like i thought in hindsight that shouldn't have been a red flag because i i went to the to the motive I was like, they probably want customers at the restaurant and that's why they're doing it. And then when I found the gold, that was also another motive. But uh, I just, I just these writers, this one was so obvious too. That's the worst part. Like we overthought it. Um, but- I really overthought it. That's exactly what happened. I mean, it was just like, I, I can get into why I said who I said. And I feel like my... I feel like my reasoning is fair. I just still am mad. Yeah, we'll get to that eventually. Uh, I'm interested to hear this. Yeah, so uh, Fred, Daphne, and Velma wait outside the restaurant. Scooby and Shaggy have to freshen up. They they comb their hair. Um, And that was a fun moment where Shaggy's like, I'm wearing cologne from the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, And then they walk to the repair shop where Buck, the mechanic, is grouchy. And he's like, I know your van. It's the one with the busted radiator in the middle of the desert. And he's very growling. And like, I think he's he was clearly the biggest red flag. Like, obviously, the fake suspect, right? And he had the best ending. We'll get to it. But yes. I was backing up. He, I, I enjoyed him. Um, but 
they also meet Max from Sarf. Uh, there. Okay. Who- okay. 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 If Crystal King is your wife, Max is my husband. Yes. Um, I enjoyed him, and then I was very disappointed when he was the bad guy. Wait, I know. Like, he is stepped out of the van, like the first guy that stepped out of the van, and then they were like talking about the satellites. But he was, is he the guy? Is he the right guy that I'm thinking of? He was the he's first the guy we guy. saw in the movie. What was his name Max? Yeah, he's the tall black guy. Alien invaders. Yeah. He's he's not the the. Uh, the skinny white guy with the weird hair yes this is the man he walked out and i understand why you said he's your husband yeah i'll support you on that see he walked out and i said yes daphne's my wife i stole her from kate but she's also been my wife since i was seven so i'm sorry i can't help you but i am married to daphne and crystal and i'm and vanapir i'm so sorry that's so upsetting to me um you sure you don't want shaggy you know what? He is really charming. I can't lie. He's charming. I do like him, but... See, I like Matthew Lillard. Daphne oh. Shaggy. But Kate loves Matthew Lillard. Okay. Love Lillard. Daphne Matthew Lillard. <laughs> well, Daphne Matthew Lillard. A little bit lower. Matthew Lillard is right, right there. Yeah. yeah but... Are you guys ever going to do the live action? Yes, that's coming up in... One, two, three weeks. Ooh, I can't wait to listen. Yeah, that one's... I'm so excited for that one. That one's with Kate's friend. She's bringing in her first, like, her own guest. Usually, like, it's people that I bring in, but Kate's like, no, I have the perfect guest for this. Um, I'm excited to listen to this. I think as, like, cheesy as the live action, that first live action Scooby was, I think they nailed casting. Like, yeah. nailed it. Freddie Prince Jr., uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Matthew Lillard. Perfect. For I want to ask you, as a big Office fan, do you know the- that the director of that movie married Jenna Fisher? James Gunn? I did not know that. And then they got divorced, and now he he's the Guardians of the Galaxy writer and director guy. But Wait, James Gunn? Yeah. I didn't know. So I knew she was married to James Gunn. I didn't know that James Gunn uh directed that scooby movie there you go the more you know yeah and he did that and then he did the second one too so it's all wild um i found that out recently i'm like what everything yeah Yeah, no uh are you watching wandavision Lindsay? i'm not i'm not a marvel person okay but uh panther everything else i think is boring yeah no uh jimmy woo is played by randall park and there's uh like uh who he was asian jim so uh oh yeah yeah no i love randall park he's funny and apparently like there's rumors that john krasinski is involved uh in the series but like it's just fan speculation at this point there's like no big rumors but um let's get back to the show because we talked look what we did we started talking about max and then the con the conversation derailed because uh we we like him uh but he found the sonar activity and Fred and him look into it and they're like, okay, uh, can you help me stock the oil? And Shaggy spills on his shirt. Uh, but then Crystal and Amber are like, let's go look for the jackalope. Um, and so that's, they, they 
Fred, Velma, and Daphne are going to be left behind, and we're going to go follow Scooby and Shaggy for a little bit. And yeah. they go to the desert. Um, ditching, ditching your best friends for two complete strangers, and I'm including the dog as a complete stranger. Very Lindsay 2016 to 2017. Like me and my friends would go out, and then they, I'd be like, oh yeah, you guys can sleep over. Then the bars would close. My friends would be like, Lindsay, where are you? And I was at some random after party. <laughs> like, Classic Lindsay. So Lindsay, like. That's all I could think of. At least you could do that when you were 23. No, that you weren't 23 at that point. You were I was like 22, 21. 23. 20, yeah. Yeah. I don't do that anymore, I promise. Uh, at least you could do that when you were, you had the option. Me, 22 yeah. and 23, stuck at home. <laughs> yeah. In the pandemic. Um, true, true. But like, I love, it's such a mood though. Like Shaggy's going for it and I don't yeah. blame him. Yeah. Like, like I said, uh, this is not a side of Shaggy that we've seen up until this point. Yeah. Um, but they hopped the fence uh and scooby and shaggy are a little scared uh but they're go i literally wrote my notes they they go because they're thirsty um, <laughs> and they're in the desert they're they have every excuse to be thirsty I like um, that. yeah so uh anyways so we go back to max and fred velma and daphne and he introduces wait, wait, them. wait 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 are you not going to talk about shaggy sizing up um Oh my god! I forgot. The jackals or whatever they're called. Yeah, I know. Go uh, off. Go off. I just. I mean, I literally. So there's a scene. You're listening and watching well. There's a scene where Shaggy holds up his hands to show how long something is, and I believe he's referring to the jackalope. And Crystal shakes her head, and it keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it gets to. I would say an average size. <laughs> I was not paying much attention to that scene. Like I, I was just like going, taking my notes. I didn't even like. I remember this scene clearly. I did not put too much thought into it. Kate, did, did did you know what she was talking about? It was something that like I picked up on, but but like at the same time, it also went over my head. Like I like I realized it, but I was just like I didn't think twice about it because I know that like adult kid shows always have adult jokes in it. Yeah. yeah, and I, I filmed it, um, which I just got the iPhone 12, and things are really clear when you take a video, just saying. So then I said it to you guys, and I was like, uh, do I just have a really dirty mind? <laughs> no, I, I love that you two were having a conversation in there. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to, I don't want to intrude because I don't want to, I, I love it, but uh, y'all were like bonding over your love for Crystal. Right. We had all this shit, Kate and our little group message when say something i'm like look look at my notes i wrote it down too we wrote the same page. yeah and then but that that made me very uncomfortable i don't need to know what size shaggy's dick is i just don't <laughs> well, i want to clip know. that for the for the audio like um advertisement that i'm gonna put on twitter like <laughs> just saying that. <laughs> but yeah who do you think is bigger fred or shaggy oh shaggy Oh, oh, I love that. Like Fred, Fred definitely is compensating. I feel like. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But, uh, so the, oh, there was another, there was, um, a Jack rabbit reference in this, in this, um, movie that I thought was like kind of sexual. I don't remember. If it was. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. I just picked up on, like, I literally rewound it three times to analyze, like, am I just, Wait, am I? Is this what I think I'm seeing right now? Yeah, um, 
But hey, I feel like Crystal is open to anything. She's not a size queen. No. Um, but uh, we get uh, Max and the other SARF engineers, uh, Steve and Laura, I think are their names. They're like, let's talk to Fred, Velma, and Daphne. And Velma notices the mud on their shoes. And to be honest, I couldn't tell you what they were explaining, but I just remember Velma like looking at the mud. Um, yeah. And can we talk about that Mark Hamill is Steve? What is Mark Hamill doing in this movie? And I told you that he was in Zombie Island too, and we like flipped out. So Kate barely knew who that was. Um, I don't watch Star Wars, but I know who he is. I yeah. know he's a deal. Yeah, I said I know Kate. He doesn't belong in a. Well, he's a big voice actor. Um, okay. Like that's like his main thing that he does besides like Star Wars stuff. Um, and I was like, Kate, do you know who Mark Hamill is? And she's like, no, I don't. And then I was like, do you know who Luke Skywalker is? And she's like, I think I've heard that. And I'm like, do you know who the, Star what Star Wars, Wars is? Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is, but I didn't, I didn't even think about Mark Hamill. We stand him. He has a, he's a great Twitter follow. He's very wholesome. Yeah, he is. And he's, he's very left-leaning, so we stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, but we get there, and he's voiced by Mark Hamill. Like, the craziest thing is, like, I can never tell it's Mark Hamill because he's such a talented voice actor. And like at the end, when I see, oh my God, it's Mark Hamill. Like every time he pops up in something, I'm like, wait, no, that was not Mark Hamill. And then it was. Um, But uh, yeah, so Velma notices the mud on their shoes and Scooby and Shaggy take Crystal and Amber to the restricted area to look for jackalopes. And they're interrupted by MP officers. What does MP stand for? Does anyone know? No I did not look this up here. Let me see if they... NP? Yeah, they, they okay. oh self. Sorry, not SARF. Search for alien life forms. That's that's what they stand for. And then MPs. Um the gang sense. Uh talk amongst yourselves for a second while I look this up. I want to say I love Lester's truck. Like, does he live in his truck? There's like an entire barn in the back of um I don't I didn't really understand it, but I liked it. Yeah. No, uh Poor Fred, though. He had to ride He had to ride in the back. Like, Lester was definitely like, no, you're the man. Go in the back. I want to be next to the, the women. Oh, he was so creepy. He, he, there was a lot. Of, that's, that's what made this, just made me uncomfortable. Again, because we know they're teenagers. Yeah. Like, ugh. Lester definitely looks like he could be uh, one of the people in Tiger King. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but I couldn't find what MP stands for, but it's the officers. Um, and they're like, you can't be here. And they look at Crystal's camera, which I feel like we, I wanted more about at the end during the reveal. We didn't get a ton. Um, but like, it was just very, she was like, it's digital. <laughs> I was like, maybe cause we grew up with like digital cameras, but that was like yeah. a weird excuse. Yeah. Okay. So I- Wait, no, have we gotten to the aliens yet? Have we run into the fake aliens again? Because I have not in my yet. Notes. Oh, never mind. Because they do a lot of cross splitting. So like we do like a lot of back and forth. We have to jump between the two storylines and then they come yeah. together. Kate, at this point, what did you think of Crystal? Did you think there was like anything? Because I feel like we've discussed Lindsay's question at, when she was on the podcast of like, what do you think about alien invaders mixing the magical and the mystery? Did you have any sense that Crystal was an alien or at all or no? Um, I... What the... (laughs) Catherine. (laughs) I can't help it. I have put really dark, thick eyebrows and a beard on myself using Zoom effects. Um, 
my bad. Um, so I thought that she was safe because I thought she was one of the ones that was like, like the, the thing with her camera when they like opened her camera and then it was clearly something out of this world. I thought that was supposed to kind of make like kids think it was her and then everybody else kind of realized, okay, this is too early on. Clearly it's not her. But you were never um, sus on her. So I wasn't. And I also just thought there was too much time spent on her that it just, I was like, I just don't think, like, I think she was one of the red herrings. I really thought so. I was okay. Kidding. Yeah. Um, but did you, did at what point were you like, oh, she might be a real alien? Was it just at the end? Well, yeah, not, well, I didn't think so until they literally showed that she was a real okay. alien. Okay. Yeah, that's that's so interesting to me. I love that. Um, but uh, so then Crystal confides in Shaggy. She's like, "I'm not a, f- a photographer. I'm actually a government agent, and I need to find the alien stuff." Um, and then we jump back to Daphne, Fred, and Velma. They get into Lester's truck, which Lindsay mentioned and highlighted. Um, and they're going to Scorpion's Ridge, uh, where Velma and Daphne share concerns about Max and s- what's it called. South, South, yes. Um, <laughs> you're wild. You look like a clown. I will say, like this movie, considering it when it came out, I'm actually pretty surprised how strong uh, Velma and Daphne were. Yeah, like, there's some. Fred was the bonehead, and you have these two females, especially when one's like the quote-unquote, you know, stereotypical, you know, the stereotypical hot girl who's usually dumb. I was very pleased with. Even Crystal too. Yeah, no, th- this movie screamed girl power, and like, yeah, no, and even like the bad girl, the Laura. I feel like she was kind of like the leader. Um, yes, we loved. I love a female villain. Exactly, we we stand. Um, but, anyways, they they drive by um, after comparing notes, and they're like, uh, and then we see South call the agents to warn them and that should have been the clearest sign that they were being sketched they're like lester's going to scorpion's ridge um but we hop back um so we go and they drive by buck who's the mean mechanic and lester drops them off and fred's like oh there was some green slime on his hand and to me that was like total red herring and i was like that's obviously the painting the paint right yeah yeah um kate you have something no, I felt like the green slime didn't really. Oh wait, that's on that's on Lester, the creepy guy, right? Yeah, I was like, that's paint, right? Green paint that yeah. like is just on his hand. I, I actually never suspected him. The only time I suspected him was then I was like, if it's Dottie and Sergio, and then I was like, are there three aliens? Because it looked like there were three at one point. I was like, who's the third? And I'm so stupid. I was like, oh my god, three. Who's I did not think it was them because Velma was onto them from the start and she never changed her mind. She was always onto them. And I was like, well, clearly it's not them. Right? Okay. Thank That's you. I'm why. not it it was just so obvious. But anyways, so uh Shaggy, Scooby, Chris, and Amber, they find the cave, but there's no glow. So they go, they hear people nearby and they go inside. Um, as they go deeper in the cave, uh the officers roll up and they Scooby and Shaggy pretend to be a rattlesnake using Scooby's tail and shaggy sound effects. Um, but then there's a real one and they get scared. So they run deeper into the cave and find the gold. Meanwhile, Fred and friends, AKA Fred, Velma and Daphne, I wanted to find an alliteration. So that's why I called them Fred and friends, but really Fred was the beta, the third wheel to their love fest. Um, 
and so they find boulders or tracks where the river has dried up and they go deeper and find gold and mining equipment in a separate part of the cave. So this is kind of like the climax where everything is coming together. What do we think when the gold shows up? What, all right, are you saying what did we think about that? Yeah, like, because I feel like that adds another layer. It's like, oh, that makes oh, sense yeah. why that they're gold mining, but like in this area. But I was like, oh, that's a little twist that I didn't expect even rewatching yeah. this. Um, well, and later. that's the whole thing. I mean, so we're, we're made to believe that there's aliens. And so, but if they're, if the aliens aren't real, why is somebody dressing up as aliens? You know, we don't really get a motive until we see the gold. Yeah. Uh, and then it starts to make a little bit more sense why maybe somebody would dress up that way. Because earlier on, there really wasn't, um, like, think about when they go to the diner and the guy's talking about an alien. It's not really affecting anyone. Nobody's, like, benefiting from there being an alien. So it didn't yeah. really make sense. And, and then once you see the gold, it makes more sense. Yeah, and also like with this movie, I feel like in some of the other stuff we've talked about, the world is a little more expanded. Like even if it's just the monsters, like the zombies on Zombie Island, I feel like we had a little more expansion of the world and the pirates and the history mm-hmm. involved. But this one, I feel like we only got to know so few townspeople and because everything was so spread out, there wasn't really a town involved. Like in The Witch's Ghost, the yeah. whole town was involved in the whole stuff. But um I was going to, so like I feel like that's part of the reason why it was like it's only pockets of people and everyone is either it's besides Lester and Buck everything everyone is connected and there's not many options. Yeah. Um, that said, I think before they found the gold, it was like 25 minutes in when they finally found the left. So I was like, okay, I need to have someone by the 30 minute mark. So I think I had already locked on to something, but then maybe if I thought more about the gold as a motive instead of like trying to think what's the motive? Why are people trying to haunt people around this area? And uh, I could have gotten it right, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I actually want to talk about the alien. Sorry, this is honestly so entertaining to just change my (laughs) eyebrow colors. I want to talk about the alien design. Yes, go off. Not not Crystal and Amber's. You could talk about that too when we get to that too. But I just want to talk about the other, like the first alien design. I hated it. I actually hated it i thought it was it looked like it was made out of sponge or like foam that, like watermelon skin like i was really not into the way that the aliens looked and that for me was the worst part of the movie i'm really picky about my alien design and that was bad yeah okay i love that part uh go off queen um so anything else on do you want to talk about crystal and amber before i forget yeah okay we can talk about crystal and Amber. like as their alien design oh i really liked their alien design i did too yeah. See, and that's the image when I thought back to my childhood. That was the image that I had in my brain was those aliens. That's why, like, when the very first scene, or yeah, it's not the first scene, but when you first see the pretend aliens, I was like, wait, 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 I do not remember this. And even on the DVD cover as well. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So we end up. Um. They there's like the chase with the song and. Uh, Fred, Daphne, and Velma are caught in that, which I feel like they've been in before, uh, innuendo-wise. I feel like they've been together, the three of them, at certain points. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they they do that, and uh, they get stuck. And there, she's like, I know it's you, Max, Stephen, Amber. Not Amber, Laura. Um, and she, like, kind of, they kind of explain everything. And I feel like they could have sped up the flashbacks a little bit. I think they, like, went a little too long like 
we could have I, I feel like we kind of understood but also i'm an adult maybe they need it for the kids who knows yeah i feel you i feel you um but meanwhile scooby and shaggy crystal and amber are being chased by the officers who are told to run after them and then scooby and shaggy are like i'm gonna beat you up but then behind them crystal and amber uh rotate their peace signs turn into aliens mm-hmm. um and scare them away and then turn back to normal and scooby and shaggy are like we did it um yeah oh yeah i wrote in my notes white men getting credit for a female's work <laughs> i mean where's the lie there's no yeah. lie um no but uh i think here we get fred's best moment in the movie when he uh gets them out of the net and uh that's that was fred's best moment like like later he becomes the contraption guy who like helps set up the traps but i feel like this was like an early like guiding point to where we end up with fred in some of the later movies um yeah or tv show episodes as well but then they get out and they like scooby and shaggy roll up with uh crystal and amber and the officers are like they scared us and then steve's like it's a fucking dog like get them (laughs) and then crystal and amber are like no we gotta we gotta do this again they save them as real aliens there's like shenanigans that happen they're all caught and then um yeah so at the end crystal and amber have to leave and they're like we were government agents but we're government agents from a different planet and they both get scooby and shaggy each get a kiss um i want to say that amber her design kind of looks like i doubt either of you ever watched ben 10 but she kind of looks like accelerate from one of the alien species from ben 10 no Um, here, I'll type it in the chat if anyone wants to Google image because it's not how you spell it. Accelerate Ben 10. Um, yeah, but... my heart like broke for poor Shaggy. Granted, yes. he's barely known this woman for like less than 24 hours, maybe 24 hours. But she would have been down. She would have. She's perfect for him. Yeah, I loved the little like bulbous head that she has uh, with yeah. the like, blue and purple dots like when she becomes an alien form. Um, and then Amber looks kind of like a dinosaur also. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. But, Kate, any thoughts on all these shenanigans? No. Nope. I feel like you guys covered everything. Yeah, and yeah, then they I get... Like, I like Fred crying. I thought that was cute. Fred, yeah, yeah. We love seeing men cry. Oh, I love it. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but the rests happen. They're outside. Lester's like, I got pictures of everything and the police fall for it. And Daphne, Velma and Fred are laughing hysterically. Um, while Scooby and Shaggy are sad. Uh, Fred, Velma and Daphne go up to Buck. They're like, what were you doing in the desert? And Lindsay, do you want to do the reveal since you love this scene? Wait, wait, wait. With what Buck? Part? Buck, why he was in the desert? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I have it right here. So he curls out like a notebook and it turns out he has a hobby of pressing flowers. That's yeah. so cute. He was cute in the end. I like that was cute. I never yeah. thought it's insane that it only cost him $30 to fix a radiator. That that was they probably gave the like zero. They probably gave him uh, them like since they're teenagers technically like a discount or whatever but yeah but also like maybe it was 2000 rates but 2000 standards with money but even then i don't think so i think that's still too cheap but we the gang leaves um 
and Scooby and Shaggy are sad, but then Velma's like, here are some Scooby snacks, and they're happy again. Um, Just like that. So it's yeah. And then we get the credits, and at the end, uh, I like the sunset. I think they do a really beautiful job with that image, and I thought, like, all the all the like art design and and the sound effects with the alien spooky stuff, uh, they really did a good job. Um, and then the credits end, and Scooby is wearing the alien, the foam alien sort of costume, and he's like Scooby Dooby Doo, as he usually does. Um, and that's it. Any final thoughts on the movie before we get into uh, some of our regular segments? It just wasn't what I remembered it, and that's what made it fun. Like I did remember, like when I saw Crystal, I remembered the visual of her alien. So at the beginning when they had the scary aliens, the like scarier looking ones, I thought, wait, I don't remember them. Why is this not the image that I have? And then when I saw her, I was like, yeah, that is what I remember. But for some reason, I thought, like when I started watching it, I thought those aliens were real. Um, but I didn't remember why they looked like that. So then by the end, it kind of all, it all came back to me. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, wait, before I forget, before I forget, go ahead. the aliens, the, the fake aliens, do you guys watch, you, I'm assuming you've seen Lilo and Stitch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their voice sounded exactly like Cobra Bubbles. Like exactly. And I Googled it and it wasn't the same actor. Well, that's all I One of the of. characters is, um, one of the characters in Lilo and Stitch, I don't remember who, it wasn't Cobra Bubbles. It was, um, not Jumpa. It's one of them. Quigley? No, I don't think so. Wait, let me look. Jeff Bennett, he was uh, Dr. Jacques von Hamsterville. Jacques, is that the blue guy? I'm going to look this up. Oh, no, it's a character from the TV show. It's the bunny. Um, yeah, so, no, but I, the, some of the voice actors are famous, though. Um, like, Actually, if we wanna... I feel like voice actors are just, like, if you yeah. are a voice actor, you're just constantly used. Like Patrick yeah. Warburton, he's in every random, he's been in like, yeah. you know, really expensive theatrical movies, TV shows, like random direct to DVD movies. He has been in all of them. Yeah. Constantly I mean, Mark yeah. Hamill too. Like, I feel like he, that's, he does a lot of voice acting, like I said, but yeah. even like, Walter, like I'll talk. Voices Fred and Sha- Scooby and all of the movies yeah well except for this one because scott Innes did scooby and shaggy and scrappy wasn't in this movie never mind but um uh, yeah uh he comes back in the live action one i know about that but like even even okay just some of the people that are involved uh i just want to shout out the and then we'll do the mains after but mark hamill obviously he's steve uh audrey wazalewski was laura um i couldn't find much of what she was in but i didn't dig deep enough into her wikipedia neil ross sergio kevin michael richardson was max and he's also uh in the cleveland show i okay. didn't look at who he was but i saw that on his credits um candy milo were was both crystal crystal and amber and she's uh what i know most know her from she's very involved in fosters including playing coco 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 um what else? Jennifer Hale, uh, Dottie. She was also in The Witch's Ghost as one of the Hets girls. And then uh, Jeff Bennett, who was... I didn't write down who his character was. But I think he was Buck. Let me just look at... As Lester. Jeff Bennett was Lester. And he was oh. Petrie in The Land Before Time. Oh. Yeah. And then our regulars, uh, BJ Ward, Velma, uh, Frank Welker as Fred, Scott Innes as Scooby and Shaggy. And then 
Mary Kay Bergman, this was her last performance before she died, and it was dedicated in her memory uh, as Daphne. So, uh, yeah, so this was our last movie with her, unfortunately. Um, the music, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and then I didn't write down the names of the other songs. I had because, no idea that she sang. Right? But no idea. Does. Anyways, uh, I wanted to go, and I didn't really prepare for this because I forgot we were doing this, but last episode, Aaron gave us the great idea to do some live-action casting choices. Not for the not for the main core, but any of the background characters. Who do you think should be Ooh, able to play them? And I, like I think Buck should be played by Jason Momoa, I feel like would be a good book. Like Idris Elba should play Max. Because you're obsessed with them both? They're like they're both hot and muscular. They'd be perfect. True. I feel like even though you don't like the Marvel movies, Idris Elba is in all the horror movies. Yeah. 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 He's in every he's he's another one that's like in such random stuff. Yeah. Um Kate make it the Max. Do you have any casting choices? Um, I bet Joe Wazetta could be Lester. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, you know what? You know who we should ask about casting? Aaron. Aaron. Did Aaron watch this movie though? Oh, I don't know. Just in general, like when she. True. Comes out, she... Ooh, uh, Crystal. Who would play Crystal? Um, that's a good one. Not Jennifer Lawrence. No, no. that's someone that came to my mind for whatever reason. Uh, uh cat dennings maybe no no she's too like wild um yeah you would need somebody that's like very calm typical pretty but still has a brain i think miley cyrus could be a like hannah montana hannah montana days miley cyrus yeah yeah i can't see miley cyrus now with like her mullet but yeah but like if she brought the hair back but like i feel like crystal also is like very much a stoner Um, yeah so, um, who's like a yeah? Peace that's love a good one. Her. Miley Cyrus in her heyday. That yeah. Do you have any suggestions, Kate? I am very bad at casting. I currently cannot think of a single actor that I know. Well, um, yeah. So, uh, and then Amber and Scooby would be dogs. So I don't know. Uh, is there anyone else that we're missing in terms of Dottie? Uh, we don't need to cast Dottie. Dottie, uh, not Betty White. <laughs> I'd love that. Or uh, the woman that plays, I don't know if you guys watch Parks and Rec, but the woman that plays Ethel Beavers. I love Ethel Beavers. Her so name's much. like Helen Hughes or yeah. something like yeah, that. Oh, wait. Also, do you watch Billy on the Street? I do not. But that has Billy Eichner. Or- yeah. Elena. Yeah. I feel like Elena could be in some random Scooby Doo movie. She's so funny. She's like this random woman that Billy found one time, and then every few weeks he'll bring her back because he loves her so much. That's really um, funny. Uh, yeah, but I don't have any others that I can come up with. Yeah, or maybe the bad guys. Laura. Laura could be, I don't know. Uh, for Laura. Maybe Kristen Stewart. Maybe. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah. Um, Laura, the, the woman, the, the gold miner girl who's okay. an alien. Or uh, Julia Stiles. Ooh, that's that's a random. I know that's a real throwback. I'm looking at my DVDs right now to see if any um, inspiration comes to yeah. me. But yeah, Julia stuff. Oh, you know what? No, I got a good one for Crystal. Emma Roberts. Ooh, I could see that. Yes. Um, no. My 
my favorite still is when Aaron said that Sarah Paulson should have played the nice version of the witch from the last movie and then her girlfriend uh should have played the the scary version of the witch (laughs) um but anyways should we get to some of our activities yes yes okay so let's let's start with the culprit game since we talked so much about this already um kate what do you want to say about it i'm that i'm really embarrassed at my choice because I suspected it was Dottie and whoever the guy was, the two people who worked or ran the restaurant. Um, the reason have, I thought so... Wait, before you keep going, can I ask a question? Yeah. Are we giving Crystal and Amber, like, are they culprits or no? We, I was thinking about this when I was watching it. What I would at least suggest, I mean, we can do whatever, is that we do it the same way. Let me just pull it up on my computer. That we did with Ben? Yeah, where they got who? Who okay. got points? Was Ben because he was the second? Was who was the? I don't remember the order in the in Witch's Ghost. Who? It was the townsfolk who were all got one point, and then Ben got two points because he was like ben the second like, villain. Okay, so yeah, so in this case, they would be two points. Well, well, they weren't villains. That's the thing. Kind of knew that they came together though, so if you you weren't gonna guess one and not the other. True. Well, I'm not even going to give my points because I remembered the plot twist that they were the aliens. So it, it's also, I don't think you guessed them either. So oh, no one's getting points. Yeah, and I remembered that they were um, Yeah. Aliens. Okay. So anyways, Kate, continue. I interrupted you so rudely. Um, oh, yeah. So the reason I thought so, I never thought it was Lester. Just something about him. I felt like he was clearly just there to make us think he was creepy. And then they knew that there was going to be some surprise in the end that he wasn't creepy. But I didn't guess what his surprise was. I didn't think it was Crystal and Amber because they showed the camera thing too early. There was so much. They were in so many scenes. They were like they were like almost like really big characters in this, like really really big characters in this episode to the point where I was just like, clearly not them. And then I didn't think it was those other three people because Velma was onto them from the beginning and never let up. She was constantly onto them. And constantly, every time they were, every time they were shown, she would say, oh, that's suspicious. Oh, that's suspicious. But just so much that I was like, okay, well, clearly it's not them. Because yes. well, okay. I thought it was the, the other people and it turned out to be everybody else but them. Right. I almost okay. feel like, honestly, you just made me think about this. I almost feel like the people that wrote and produced this movie did kind of the vil- the culprits were... What, what's it called when it's like on the back end or it's on the like forgotten? Like, thank you. Yeah. Because I think to them, the twist that Crystal and Amber were actually aliens was their main uh, surprise. And almost the culprits was, yeah, like I said, just kind of a back burner. They didn't put as much thought into it. Yeah, it was definitely like one of the later things they came up with, like, probably. Oh, I guess. Oh, wait, yeah, it's a Scooby Doo movie. We, someone has to be bad. Yeah. So Lindsay, do you have any, did you like have any guesses or did you just like kind of watch knowing that they were the So as soon as I saw Sal, I was like, oh yeah, I remember now that they're the bad guys. Yeah. um, Before them, no, see before them, again, just because of remembering, I knew, I knew it was a Lester because that would be too obvious. And then I didn't think it was Dottie and the cook guy just because there was no 
like was Dottie trying to work less? Does she want less hours? So she's trying to scare away the customer. Like it just didn't make yeah. sense to me. Um, and then yeah, yeah. Once I saw South, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So does Lindsay get a point for each of them, or are they one combined unit, Kate? What do you think? But I don't think mine should count because I remember I remembered it. Oh, okay, started. you remembered it, but I'll just put it in the book because the guests are always behind anyway. So then, if if you get it, if you tie. Let me just hear what Kate's verdict is. Does she get a point for Max, Steve, and Laura, or are they just a unit? I mean, I think we have run into a little bit of an issue. Um, maybe we should rethink about some of our scores, because there's sometimes that there are certain people that it's obviously, if it is them, it is obviously the group of them type of a thing. Yeah. Like, with Amber and Crystal, it's obviously not just Crystal. Like, yeah. It's clearly if it's one of them, it's one, it's it's both, but it's different than like when two people from two different groups join. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. No, I get that. Yeah, especially if they're like two people with no real connection. Like, do you remember that episode with the art exhibit where the artist was completely unconnected from the the curator or whatever? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they teamed up, but like I feel like because in Zombie Island, Lena and Jacques were not a known pair but then Lena and Simone were obvious and like they would probably be together so I don't know I think we should definitely discuss this off air but like in terms of an honor decision do you want to just give one point for the three of them and then we can figure this out off air yeah okay sounds good and then I also said Dottie and Sergio my thinking was like their motive they probably want more tourists coming in and if they have aliens around um, or at least aliens stopping people on their drives then they can get some more money so um, if we include Lindsay's score as getting one point, then we're tied eight 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 with the guests, and the guests came in and like literally have gotten points every single time. Whereas me and Kate have fumbled, and we had so many nuns as well. So yeah, yeah, we did have a lot of nuns. Um, but do we want to do scores or MVPs and LVPs next? MVPs and LVPs. I think we should always yes. do scores last. Okay, perfect. So I already know who my MVP is, and I haven't decided on my LVP yet. So I can go first with that if y'all are comfortable with that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so mine's a little more. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit more like ex- not as essential, but like there's external causes for mine. I, I I'm giving my MVP to Daphne and I know Velma was kind of the key linchpin and a lot of the stuff coming together, but Daphne was also very much there. And then this also just kind of like a love letter point to Mary Kay Bergman and all the accomplishments mm-hmm. she had as an act actress and giving us some phenomenal movies. And I kind of just wanted to like give her an MVP point in her last film. So Aww. it's like sentimental. Um, that That's my reasoning. And um I, I knew one of these, either this one or the next one was going to be her last movie. And I, I had told myself beforehand, whichever one's her last movie, I'm probably going to give to her. And it's only easier doing that because Daphne had a significant role in this are you, movie. Wait, side note. Are you guys watching all of these in order? Uh, in chronological release date order. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's just cool. Um, but yeah. So Lindsay, do you want to go next or do you want Kate to go next? Okay. My okay. MVP is Velma. She solved the whole thing. If not for her, like what happens? Not for her, what happens? Exactly. Queen Velma, who literally just surged ahead with um she now has the highest number of MVPs. No, she and Scooby are tied because Kate has given Scooby four MVP points. But Velma has every single 
guest MVP point besides <laughs> Lindsay's one point for Scrappy last time you were on. <laughs> but to be fair, Velma wasn't in that episode. That is true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I did that. <laughs> we stand. Uh, Kate, what about you? Who's your MVP? Can you guess? Um, probably, well, it's probably Crystal, but you can't say Crystal. It's probably Daphne because your wife. It is Daphne because I'm in love with her. You were right. That's my reasoning. My reasoning is she is beautiful and I love her. Yes. I am. I have never given Velma an MVP point, but I have given her two LVPs. Yeah. I just like, I feel like it's so basic and I gave Velma two LVP points because she got everyone into one mess and then she was so mean in the Scooby-Doo project, but I didn't like the Scooby-Doo project. It was just a crapshoot. Um, Kate, let's work backwards. Who's your LVP? Can you guess? Uh, Fred. Yes, it was Fred. Fred didn't do anything um, wrong. How dare you? He, he could have been removed from the movie and would never have known. Would yeah, have known. no. He, he provided sure. some funny quotes. Like at one point, I don't exactly remember what, but in my notes, I wrote that... Fred's or the villain or the culprits are going to kill the kids saying, you know, too much. And then Fred responds, you know, too much. Yeah. Yeah. Good quotes. He did have some quotes this episode. In terms of his usefulness, he was useless. Useless. He got them out of the net, but that's about it. I'll say that this is his best episode. If that makes really sad. (laughs) I think he had a good showing in, uh, previous episode what did i give him a point for the scooby-doo project yeah he was the nicest in that i think he was fine in zombie island and rich's ghost i don't think he was oh no zombie island was when he and daphne got into like the jealousy fight you gotta listen to our podcast after because oh, yeah. our co-hosts literally got in an argument with each other like we brought on jess and sarah from the shit 90 shows podcast and they were like arguing about because Daphne and Fred and the relationship they have and she was like well Fred is giving eyes to this girl while Daphne's being a kind kind lady and then she's like no Daphne's giving eyes to this bad bee and that, that was okay was that a good reenactment or no that's pretty accurate yeah no I would have, when I watch them like I, I I'm a subscriber and I have them all downloaded and I've listened to some of them but I, a lot of them I have yeah. I've waited like I'll eventually watch the episode yeah oh and then I'm gonna recap. as long as you subscribe I really don't care <laughs> um I right, am. I mark it as play yeah no you did i know that one uh i i've looked at the five star reviews um but that one is one of my favorite episodes that we've done so far because they came in hot and they fought with each other and Ooh, <laughs> like I it was fun listen. um so Lindsay, who's your lvp is it also fred, fred. just look at there weren't like a ton of options yeah um, because it's just the core cast. There's no Scrappy. There's no... Because I have a question in terms of your rules. Is it only up the main cast? In the movie. So you can't give it to Scrappy because he's not in this. But, but I um, feel like Crystal get it. You can give a bonus because we let the guests come in. and like Because we let Aaron give a bonus point to Thorne. But it doesn't really like add up since a lot of these are one-off characters. Okay. but So did I ruin it by giving it to Scrappy last time? Oh, no, no, no. Because Scrappy was in it. Okay, last time okay. um okay. he was in the um, nutcracker scoop but if you want to give crystal a bonus point yeah you can do that no no i was just curious no fred would be like just remember yeah. how um in uh a nutcracker scoop you almost didn't even realize velma was there oh yeah. wasn't there that's kind of how i felt like if fred wasn't there i just wouldn't have noticed. yeah um 
I'm giving my LVP point. Probably coming in, I was like, I'll give it to Fred, but I think I'm going to do that. Uh, a swerve um, because I did not like the line where Shaggy was like, look at us men. We solve the problems for the women. Or he like had, he had that line. In I that. didn't remember that line. It was after it, the one that you called out because like they, the women. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said something there that was like, Mm, well, now you're making me change think about it but it was just one line and shaggy shaggy doesn't get you much happiness what? yeah you're right you know what shaggy was pretty useless too he didn't do anything yeah so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it to shaggy i changed oh. my mind and that is a change oh and now what we is. have originally it was a two uh, fred had the most with three but then with Lindsay's change the lvps now have two on shaggy two on fred instead of three yeah. on fraggy one on shaggy no you're right because at least fred was uh, i don't know shaggy was just he, he ditched his friends for some chick he didn't know which again yeah. Lindsay, 2016 yeah um and then i mean he only he really he had to be saved by her and then took the credit for it yeah and then when she left, he got over her in 10 seconds by eating food. He also like, got cock blocked by a rattlesnake. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, but And we know he has a small penis. <laughs> but somehow still bigger than Fred's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, let's do our scores real quick. Um, Kate, before we start, I would like to bump up my witch's growth score to 4.25, if that's okay. After some reflecting. Sorry, which one? Which one did you? Which say is ghost from four to four point two five? Just a okay. two point two five, I think. Yeah. I think uh, the music and uh, I think it was better than I remembered. Um, like just sitting on it for a few weeks. So, Lindsay, as our guest, do you want to go first? I don't think Kate's gonna like it. I give this a one point five. I did not enjoy it. Out of five? Yeah, I did not. I didn't oh find the God. characters. Wow. I didn't find the side characters interesting. I didn't. I don't like that we didn't like. Like you mentioned, we didn't even really meet who the culprits might be until way later. So it almost felt like the first half of the movie was youth was pointless. See, I didn't. I just. I just didn't do it for me. So now that you say that, I feel like vindicated, and I put my witches go score back to four because I was like, this is at least a four, right? Um, but I. I think with that, I think I will go a different direction. But Kate, I want to hear what you say first because maybe yeah, you can so like bad. sway me well, back. I was going to rate it the highest so far, but I kind of feel like I don't want to rate it the highest. I want to rate it somewhere between a 4 and a 4.25. Okay, so you said it's the best so far. I will say 4.25. Yeah, because then that's the same level as Zombie Island. Yeah. Some things um, got to be rated the same. Yeah. I'm very, though, I'm very excited. I mean, this isn't for the podcast or anything. This is just for the life of Lindsay Vivo. I'm really excited to rewatch Zombie Island now and compare them. Yeah. Based on what you guys have said about them. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely excited for you to you have to text us your thoughts in our little oh, Instagram absolutely. chat. Absolutely. Um, so I actually knocked my witch's score witch's ghost score back down to four. So we still have the four average. Um that said, I think I'm gonna give this I think this is better than Ghoul School. I don't think it's better than Witch's Ghost. And that means it's gonna be a three point seven five for me. Um and I just feel like it's it's in the top tier of Scooby-Doo movies that we've watched so far, but I think there's higher highs to come still. And uh, I, there were definitely parts that were like a little bit struggle bus for me to get through in the movie. Like the, it started really slow, I think. Um, and yeah. 
I think I think the lack of like what was going on like we only got Velma's curiosity like halfway through the movie and we still didn't really know what was happening with like how many scenes do we have of the whole gang together it's almost like two separate movies that's what I mentioned okay yeah there's so much cross-cutting yeah, for me, a good Scooby-Doo movie is when the gang is together. And yes, obviously, sometimes they split up to look for clues, but I like I like their dynamic. And in this movie, they're barely together. Literally, like, at the beginning, even then, like, Shaggy and Scooby sleep on the roof and they all sleep in the house. Like, they're just constantly apart and I don't like it. No, for sure. And like this was also kind of like a mini, mostly a Scooby, a Scooby and Shaggy movie. Yeah. um so I, I guess that's like a little bit of a deterrent because like that's what we had a lot of and I, I i was excited to see fred velma and daphne those scenes more spoke to me and like yeah just like you said the, there's they had two storylines going on at once and it just kind of like jumped back and forth a lot but yeah i enjoyed it um coming up next week is a movie that in my head was my favorite scooby-doo movie and Ooh. i'm curious to revisit it Maybe I'll lose the rose-colored glasses. Maybe I will not. But I'm excited to see what happens with Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Um, I don't remember who the villain is. So that yeah, that's exciting. That I'm so excited. Our guest at the moment is Anjali. But there's a lot of scheduling that we have to figure out between me, Kate, and Anjali because uh, with um, Anjali might be moving. Kate is also uh, figuring her own things out for uh, work and stuff. So might be a little later than usual in your feeds, but we're working on it and I'm so excited to do that. And then, yeah. So Lindsay, where can people hear more from you either on social media or on Broncos brawl? Yeah. I was just looking up cyber chase to see if it like rang any bells for me. Cause I do remember the cover, but I don't remember if I watched it. Yeah. Um, anywho. So I'm very involved. If you like survivor or you like football, then you should follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Bebo. Um, I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not spelled the way it sounds. Um, but yeah, and I have a podcast called Broncos Brawl. Um, you know, two words. And like Felipe said, you don't have to listen, <laughs> but feel free to subscribe. I'll appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Um, and then and Lindsay. Just in general, I what I recently learned: if you like a podcast please go on the Apple store and rate them five stars and write a review because the more ratings and reviews that a podcast has, the more Apple showcases them. And again, you don't even have to listen. You don't, even if you don't want to listen, just write a review for your friends because it helps them and it takes you two seconds. I believe I did that for Broncos brawl after you plugged it last time, just, and then like, I think I saw yours in my, I was like, no, I'm going to do the same thing. Give some love, get some love. Yeah, no, it takes two seconds. And it means the world to podcasters. So please do that to any show you listen to. But, and I'm somebody, if you're cool, I pretty much follow everyone back. I mean, unless you're a total weirdo. Yeah. Um, there's some out there, but. There yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can send you some DMs I've gotten recently. For oh, no. Oh, no. That's no scary. Yeah, thankfully. Yet. Yet. I know. But if Lester, if Lester finds your Twitter, he'll send you them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Catherine, tell people what you're doing on social media and elsewhere. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at kz.z. Don't even say it. What am I going to say? I will hang up right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Tears You Apart. 
and as always linkedin yes um Ooh. and kate you have you have you were on a podcast last week right i believe that was last week oh my god yeah i did the phineas and ferb podcast last week what you doing yes and you talked about I did the episode oh, i don't remember what it's called Flop stars but get you get you go yeah um so yeah like kate said you can follow us. Uh, I do the What You Doing podcast, the Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. We recorded that earlier today for the next episode, probably in your feeds around the same time this one drops. So check that out. Um, we just did episode five. Um, and that was fun. Uh, what You Doing pod on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the Brazilian Dragon, Brazil Dragon pod on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, and email us and tell us your Scooby-Doo thoughts and we have some more, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up in the next month. I just on this and then other things I have going on. Um, in terms of me personally, you can follow me at what the fleep on Twitter and on TikTok. Um, and, uh, I will be, I was on Rob as a podcast a few weeks ago in the main feed talking about and defending survivor one world. It's probably the last week I'll plug that, but it two weeks is, enough time to like plug it still um and i got to talk just me and rob standing oh that's a dream yeah it was a patron show and then he put it in the main feed so i was very blessed um but and then what else i did a episode of mike white was rob today uh with naomi calhoun and we talked about why abby maria is an underrated survivor player as a player but also we talked about her character moments and we just went off the rails also we talked about star wars we talked about movie pass and amc and stuff like that so Ooh, i miss movie pass though that yeah, was i miss movie theaters movie. in general yeah. but movie pass, that was a good time it I, was. I saw everything i went and saw peter rabbit in the theaters <laughs> i'm obsessed i am a dog still and that was weird yeah um i saw everything yes and then also speaking of naomi i'll be on her twitch channel in a few weeks talking about the line is this show a millennial show or a gen z show and we're gonna do that on her twitch channel and then otherwise yeah no it it was inspired by uh the recent robin akibanita podcast episode they did and then otherwise yeah just follow me on twitter i'm annoying as always just follow me and yeah um with that said looking forward to cyber chase um stay tuned for some announcements on twitter for what we have coming up in march and Lindsay, we got to talk offline for when you're next appearing on this podcast also if you have a decom let me know if you want to talk about any disney channel original movies oh i've got plenty yeah um but with that kate any final words i think we covered it all yes and you can follow kate's instagram at kaz.z for our canadian listeners bye Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you guys again for having me. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We've got some